So lately, I've been having a lot of people contact me because they're in a really dark place. Have you ever felt that way? Like you're just not yourself. So as we're helping women this time of year to kind of get back their schedules to do some balance between life and work and studies and everything, it's really hard because we're also having the situation where people don't feel so motivated to do it. They don't feel emotionally well. They don't feel mentally well. Therefore, they can't motivate themselves to do all these things. So what do you do when you're in a dark place? What do you do when you can't get yourself out? Maybe, maybe even how do you know if you're in a dark enough place where you need to be concerned about yourself? Because we need to take personal care. We're going to talk about all that today in the podcast, how to know if you're in a dark place and how to get yourself out of it. Hello, assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslima Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslima, coming to you every Monday and Friday. About 9 a.m., usually 9 a.m., somewhere between 9 and 12 a.m., we drop our podcast. And inshallah, business ta'ala, we're here today with another one related to things that you guys have been asking about. 95% of what we put out here is what you guys ask for, and maybe 5% is what we want. So always keep sending us DMs on Instagram. What else do you want a podcast on? Or if we hear enough things from women that they're struggling with, we turn that into a podcast. So either way, it ends up being exactly what you want. We're here to serve you. And if you guys already know, we are here as um, a brand that really just helps women to go from surviving to thriving, you know, not feeling like you're just living every day, just trying to get through the day, but instead that you're actually feeling really good about where you are and that you're moving along in life and reaching your goals. And that's what we do here on the podcast. That's my last podcast. If you didn't check it out already. We had advice on how to balance your life, how to make the, the perfect schedule that works for you, like a super realistic schedule. If you're a person who's struggling with balancing life and maybe work or studies, we have some very practical six questions that you definitely need to ask yourself. Inshallah, business item. And then um, today we're going to be talking about, okay, so some women are doing that and we notice that the problem is really that they're in a deep, dark, emotional place where they feel like maybe they are, I don't know, they don't feel like themselves. And so we wanted to address that issue with women today. So today we're going to go over exactly what, um, how to kind of get the signs if you're in a place that could be dangerous. What are some of the signs? You could pick this up on yourself. You might pick these up on other women. I've had lately a lot of beautiful women calling on behalf of other women. Sometimes it's a friend calling for another friend or a sister calling because her sister is in a bad place or her mom. Like I love that women are really looking to help themselves and the people they love around them. And so here we are to give you the tools to do just that. So once we help you to identify, then we're going to help you to know kind of like some next steps on what you can do. Sound good? All right. Right before we jump in, I just want to let you know the amazing announcements that we always have really quick because women always go, oh my gosh, I didn't know. So we want to make sure that you know. Our book club is starting again September 26th. Make sure you get on the wait list. It goes really fast. It fills up really fast. We have a link below all of these things. We have links for them in the show notes. And if not, um, if you're not a show notes person, go on my Instagram and my swipe ups. And I always have them. For some reason, you don't see them. You can always DM me, but they're always there. Book club waitlist. You can either press the link below or you could swipe up. Starting September 26, we are still taking feedback on the book and the time that you guys want. We always, every once in a while, just check if you guys want a different book or you want a different time to meet. So that way we can do whatever you guys like the best. Number two, we have a marriage boost waitlist that 
just opened up. Everybody has been like, when is it opening? And I'm like, okay, it's today. So what happens is if you're already married and you really feel like you need to understand how to have a better marriage, how to boost your marriage and kind of get back to a better place with your husband, or maybe you're newly married and you're not sure what a good marriage should look like. Um, it's really for people who are married, who want to improve their marriage, especially according to the Quran and Sunnah. Many of us were not taught how to, how to have a marriage according to the Quran and Sunnah, and that's what we do. But then if you're not married, if you're just like a lot of single ladies, they're in our um, Muslim Marriage Lab program and they want to go to the next level and they want to be like, oh yeah, I took that course. Um, and now I want to know like, what do you guys teach about like now once I'm in a marriage, how to be an amazing spouse and how to have an amazing relationship with my spouse, then that'll be the next thing. That'll come out probably in October, but you get on the wait list now to be the first to know when it happens and to get the first access to the free class that we have. Okay. And then lastly, Thrive members, just letting you know, we are opening up revert classes. So if you are a revert and you're one of our Thrive community members, we are opening up classes where we're going to give them twice a week to have specialized support just for reverts. Like we actually integrate our reverts into everything we do. But in the past, um, it was just like they were just there. They were with everybody. We treat them as everyone else. We never, I feel like reverts always get a difficult time. They get isolated. And we wanted them to know from the beginning, there is no separation between born Muslims and, and people who revert. We are all equal. So we do that, but we know they also need some specialized information and attention. And so if you're a Thrive member, that will begin in October. So get on in there and sign up now. Lastly, um, mentorship. A lot of women ask me all the time how they could like kind of study under me or be mentored under me. And I do that all the time. But the way I do it is in Thrive, I have a mentorship program. You go through a six-week cycle. We help you figure out all your stuff, set yourself up. It's really great for organization and habits if, you, if you're really bad at that stuff. And we work you through a lot of things. And we do it either in a one-on-one -on -one setting or in a group setting, depending on what the availability is. And um, what happens is I train master women who then train those women. And we have like a little bit of a cycle going. And many of those women, this cycle, have become mentors themselves. It's a beautiful thing. Like we create this the, the same way the Sahaba trained themselves under Rasul he would train one group, that would train another group, train another group, and it becomes this beautiful circle of women of impact. So I just want to throw those things out there. That cycle has only a couple more days. If you want to get on in there, if you're already a Thrive member, definitely sign up. It is so good. All right, so let's go into the signs that you might be in a dark place and what to do about it. And again, use these for yourself or you might want to also use these for people that you love to identify if they need help. I had at least three different women call me this week um, asking how they can help family members. And I spoke to them, some of them even and their family members on the phone at the same time. That's totally cool. All right. So let's look at some signs that you are in a dark place or maybe somebody you love is. And you know what? Sometimes you're struggling more than others realize. I talk to some women and they have like happy smiley faces and hearts on Instagram and you would think if you looked at their Instagram feed that they are the happiest women in the world, carefree. And then they DM me that they want to take their life. Or they DM me that um, I'm in a really bad place right now and I just can't get out. Every day is a horrible day. And I'm like, wow, subhanAllah. See, from all of us, sometimes you will not notice. Or even if you meet a sister on the street, sometimes you don't notice. But there are some definite signs that we can start to look for to know how to help our sisters. Okay, so here's one of the first signs that you're, you might be getting into a dark place or someone you love. Your physical health is declining. Maybe you're eating less. 
Maybe you are exercising less. You're a person who is normally physically fit, but is starting to let themselves go or is normally um, maybe um, overweight that have gotten extremely skinny. I mean, like there's so many ways we can't generalize it. But if we see some type of what could seem like maybe a drastic decline in health, and depending on the person, their body type and stuff like that, like it could be like dark circles under their eye. Like you notice something physically off that doesn't quite seem the way you normally should be or others should be. Now, some women, like when you get upset, right, you might be a person that eats. I'm a woman when I get upset, I don't eat. My husband knows. He's always like, oh, you must be upset because you're not eating. I, when I don't feel good about something and I'm working through something, which we all do, at different times. And you know, when I was telling somebody the other day about emotions, um, there's no such thing as a negative emotion. I know I talk about that a bit in the course, but there truly is nothing really the same as a negative emotion. All emotions are positive. They're all gifts for us. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But they are opportunities for us to understand that that something but we need to change something in our life. They're signs for us. The only time they become negative or, or bad is when we wallow in them and we, we extend them, which is something we don't do in Islam. Okay, we don't keep our self sad for a long time. I just had a recent Instagram post on that. Rasul Sassadam says, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be mad. It's okay to be all those things, but not to stay that way. Because that means that we're starting to make it um, a negative thing. And I, I do a whole thing on my um, emotions class that I do. You guys know that. Once a year, it's going to be opening up again in November. We have an emotions class. We also have an entire program that we walk women through and teach them how to master their emotions. And one of the things that I talk to women in there about is the fact that you don't want to sit in your emotions because they become habits. They become part of your personality after a while. And this is dangerous. So if you notice somebody's health is declining something's not good or your own health is declining um it could be because of a recent trauma or crisis or whatever just look at this and and recognize it as a sign okay they um what happens if you're the type of person who feels like lately you don't want to reach out to other people so much anymore because you're afraid to ask for help you don't want to be a burden maybe you don't want to be coming off as weak you know, when people struggle, they tend to disappear. I remember one teacher, she was a teacher of mine, and we had a halakha every Saturday regularly. And um, that was in Brooklyn. Shout out to anybody in Brooklyn who's in a halakha. <laughs> and wonderful teacher. And she said, you're going to notice after a while, some of your sisters disappear. And then when they come back eventually, and usually it's after like they can't take it anymore. She's like, you're going to notice that they were gone for a while because they were going through something. She said, you never let one of the women in our circle leave for a while and don't inquire about her. And that's something that I would say for you too, for yourself, for your family members. If anyone just like drops off the grid, now don't get me wrong. Some people have studies, some people have, you know, anything, but at the end of the day, um, it is when they just completely disappear for a while, it's, 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 you need to check in. Are they okay? If you find yourself distancing yourself from people, where you just don't even want to be around people anymore. You need to just be mindful of that. Why am I doing that? Now, here's the Islamic thing too. Shaitan, he always wants you alone. He loves for you to be alone because he wants you to suffer alone and be quiet and feel like nobody gets you. 
Nobody can understand what you are going through. And then he sits on you and he waswasses you, right? He tells you, oh, you're right. It's never going to get better. You might as well not pray anyway. I mean, what's the point? When you pray, you don't even feel anything. Like he's going to go in on you and try to get you to stay alone, isolated. And slowly you'll notice your prayers are getting later or you're dropping off some prayers. This is not a coincidence. Okay, this is why our whole brand is all about mindfulness, being a mindfulness mom. The way to get to your successful life, and this is muraqaba, this is something we're taught in the Quran, is you have to always stay vigilant, stay mindful. So you're noticing things. We're just calling you today in the podcast to notice these things in yourself, notice these things in other people and start to wonder, hmm, what could that be telling me? Right? Okay. Number three, another sign that maybe you are a loved one is in a dark place is you're losing interest in things that you normally enjoy. People in a dark place tend to get lost in their head, constantly repeating negative thoughts and patterns. This is something we also teach, like I said, in our program with women, uh, how to break that cycle. That will naturally continuously happen, especially if you have like a traumatic event or something that really is a, means a lot to you or that you're really disappointed about or you're really sad about that thought is going to just go over and over and over in your head about 8 billion times. It's just going to keep coming back. And no matter what you do, you're going to feel like, you know, I have that thought over and over again, and it's never going away. It must be true. It must be horrible. It must be this. It must be that. And so at the end of the day, um, you know, it's just really important for us to remember that we have to keep um, on top of ourselves and the fact that, hey, I usually love to go running. I usually, not that many women go running, but I think women should go and do some activities. But let's say you normally love something. You normally love cycling. You normally love like this hobby of art, like whatever it is that you do. And all of a sudden, it just seems like you don't want to do them anymore. Like for what? That's what happens. So everyone needs things that they enjoy outside of their work, outside of their school. You can't just have that be your life. I have many women. They're like, sis, I was doing medical school. I was doing all these classes in college. And then I woke up one day and I realized I have no life. I just passed all my exams and realized I had just distanced myself from the world and everything. I don't even know what I like because I don't even do anything I like. I just study. That's, that's not really healthy. And I know that comes from a place of our families pressuring us or sometimes... They don't pressure us verbally, but we've gotten that vibe since we're a kid that it's expected of us to be super successful. So we kind of pressure ourselves. Either way, it's not healthy. So sometimes that's a sign that you're in a dark place. And sometimes that's just a sign that that you need to incorporate things in your life that you enjoy and love. And you are putting yourself in this vortex of like grinding out studying or work and it's ridiculous and you have no relationships and you have nothing fun to do that's a lot of women right now if that's you right now don't feel bad don't feel bad it's okay it just means that you need to pay attention to it and you need to do something about it right maybe a sign this is more for other people not so much for yourself because you won't know like when you're strange that you feel like the last time you talked to somebody they were a little disconnected they were a little strange in the conversation like their their brain is somewhere else and you just pick up on just the vibe is off with them. You might be doing that to other people right now. They're like, hmm, she's not quite herself, you know? And so this is really, really important to think about. And another thing that usually goes through a lot of people's heads, and these are the last ones I'll just bring up, a lot of people start to feel hopeless. What's the point? Why bother? You know, yes, everybody feels hopeless from time to time, but nobody should always talk like this. 
every day. The big difference between a person who's healthy and just, you know, being a little critical versus somebody who's not is that a mentally healthy person knows deep down that it really isn't hopeless. It really isn't. It's just like they just feel a little annoyed right now. But if you like truly feel it is hopeless, that is a sign that you might be in a dark place or somebody else that you know they're going through that. All right. It's really important. Someone in a dark place will constantly talk like this. It could be you to yourself. See, a lot of times we're saying these things to ourselves, but we're not taking note. So that's why I love to tell women about morning journaling, which I'll get to in a minute. And I know you always hear me doing that, but it really gives you a visual on what you're saying to yourself because we say so many things and don't always realize what those are. And sometimes they're not so positive. All right. So the last thing I'll tell you is that when you are in this place, sometimes you're a little more defensive than usual. When someone's in a dark place, they could be really distrustful of other people. They could just get sometimes really anxious. And it, it might come off as personal, but I want you to know it's not really personal if somebody else does it to you. And if you do it to other people, you, you know, they might be taking it personal. It's just that you feel overwhelmed or maybe they feel overwhelmed, right? Um, maybe, you know, you're, you're trying not to, to share what's really hurting you or bothering you. So you're just like snippy and defensive and constantly easily irritated. That's, that's a good sign that you're going into a darker place. And it's also a huge sign um, when people avoid talking about touchy personal subjects because that could mean it's like it's striking a chord with them. They're stuffing it down. They don't want to talk. Now, there's some people who just don't like to talk about their business and that's like kind of a little different. I know a lot of people like I'll have a lot of a lot of great friends and we don't always talk about each other's deep business with each other because we believe that that complaining is for Allah. So there is a level of that complaining and stuff that goes for a lot. But when you need to talk to someone, and you need something called nasiha, which is like a counseling. I do this all the time with women, right? Women call me up. We do 15-minute sessions. They tell me what's on their mind. If it's something quick I can handle, I give them some next steps they can do on their personal situation. Maybe you need that. I'm here, okay? And if it's something longer, maybe we do like a 45-minute session where they really want to like, hey, let me tell you my story. This is what's up with me. Could you give me some advice? And then I'll go into a longer thing. That's called nasiha. That's what I give all the time. I take that myself from people who are older than me all the time. This is what we're supposed to do as women. This is not backbiting. This, because sometimes they're calling me about their husbands. They're not backbiting about their husbands. You're not backbiting if you're doing it in private and you're seeking advice with the good intention. That's the difference between just like calling up your girlfriend and being like, whoop, my husband, ah, oh, let me tell you on my nerves. That is not the same thing as nasiha, okay? So it's got to be the intention. But yeah, if you're defensive you know, um, then, then that could be it. And if it's somebody else you love and you notice they're defensive, then listen to me. You just let them know that you're here for them. I get it. I know I'm here for you. If you want to talk, I'm here. Right. And, um, just a little bonus tip as if you see them on social media with unhealthy behavior. Sometimes people are lashing out with people on social media or they start to become super like weird and, and introverted where normally they're not introverted. Even in social media, sometimes you could pick up the pattern of other people. Many people who don't know how to ask for help or don't know how to use social media as a way to get, they use social media as a way to get other people su to see their suffering. Like they'll start posting all these sad posts about their life. Like they just really want help. 
but they're like they're not saying it directly they're just like calling out so people can be like oh sister i'm so sorry for you it's not a healthy way of seeking help you just like you're looking for empathy because you don't have it in your life and i get that and they deserve empathy but it's also not the healthiest way because you're not directly speaking to someone and asking for nasiha you're just putting your business all out on social media which can backfire for you sometimes later on you might come out of that emotional state and be like "Ooh, i kind of wish i didn't share that my husband cheated on me on facebook because i see that a lot women are like my husband totally cheated on me on facebook and i'm like i don't know what to do right now what should i do sisters and then people are like lose him he's a jerk and i'm like oh my gosh why do people why why is this sister posting her husband's sin and this is her private business and why are these sisters telling her to divorce her husband when they don't even know the full situation and it's just honestly a very very bad thing to do so just please sisters if you ever see this private message the sister that does type of a post if you want to like hey sis i'm here for you i'm here to talk i'd advise you if it's better you know not to post that stuff it's super personal later on you might regret that and you know i'm here for you if you want to talk but yeah that's that's really rough so try to to notice those things and avoid them so today in the first part of the podcast we you know we're just noticing these things bottom line is everyone is going through more than they show right even if you're not in a dark place right now you're just trying to like skill up on like how to help other people you love you don't always show what you you totally feel either nobody does you can get so caught up in your life that you forget that the person next to you has a million things going on i just feel like overall we don't have any patience with each other we're not really looking deeper into one another there was this last thing i'll say about this there was this podcaster and he was killing me the other day he's making me laugh i was working out and i was listening to this podcast and it was a non-muslim podcast that i never listened i don't really listen to non-muslim podcasts that much like a little bit Anyway, somebody had sent me this podcast about like for some other reason. It was something to do with COVID or something they were sharing. So I was listening. I'm like, whatever. But what this guy said was funny. He said, because people right now, and I'm you can relate. I know you can relate, are highly anxious and have an attitude and angry more than ever. Like people were stressed out before the pandemic, before the lockdowns, before the COVID, before the vaccinations. But like people were already like having normal life problems, right? All throughout history, people have divorces and fights. Like this is very normal. But this whole situation has people on edge. Like I was going to Staples, just I was trying to get printing ink and I couldn't because the line for the back to school was so long. I ended up actually just dropping everything and walking out the store. But the guy, as I was leaving next to me was like, I'm just had it with this pandemic. And he's just going on and on. Like people are frustrated, right? So the reason I say that related to what, what I'm saying here is, and I want you to keep this in mind with dealing with people who are like snippy with you because they could be in a dark place. Like a lot of people are in a dark place right now out there. Even just like you're driving out on the street, people have road rage because they're in a dark place. And it comes out in other ways. It comes out in the way they drive. It comes out in the way that they wait in the line store. It comes out like you're just going to notice it, not just from you yourself in your own dark place or your family members. You're going to notice it outside. I want you to open your eyes and be mindful, right? So here's the thing. He said, he's like, you know what? Everybody is leaving their house at an eight, an eight out of 10. So I was like, what is he talking about? I'm like, that's really interesting. He's like, People are like having a personal problem in their house because they're stressed out because of money or they're stressed out because of a spouse or something. Or like maybe they're having a fight with a neighbor and the neighbor like throws a garbage pail on their lawn and they're like, hey, I told you to stop, like, you know, pick up your garbage pails and put them over there. So the person is already like, like they're already agitated at a level eight. Then they get in the car and they drive down the street 
and then there's like an accident or something stopping them from getting to the appointment and they're like what da, 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 da. they just can't take it anymore because it's like the icing on the cake of their horrible day have you guys ever felt like that where you're like i've already had enough and then i go outside and like there's crazy traffic i can't get there i lost my keys my car broke down or like whatever it is some guy just cut me off like you it's like people are already at an eight so i also suggest for you to monitor yourself if you're in such a difficult place emotionally that you're like walking out the door as an eight that's not really so good as a muslim right we want like try to calm ourselves down before we go back into society and like lash out at somebody who probably didn't do something so bad but because we're already annoyed at something else, we're a little overreactive. Likewise, you're going to notice that. I noticed in the store, I literally detest shopping anymore um, when in the pandemic, to be honest, because the average person is really mean. They're like, carts are crashing. People cut each other online. They're like, who do you think you are? And I'm like, these are not like something else is going on. Like, it's not just this. So in ending in this segment, I want you guys to know, like, this is real. People are doing this. You might have experienced that outside as a Muslim before I go outside every day. I have to like, I think I did a YouTube video on this. Like people are just too angry. It was like, breathe, calm myself down before I walk out the door. Because if somebody lashes at me because they're at an eight or a nine or a 10, I have to respond appropriately. Because if I walk out the door at an eight or a nine or a 10, oh goodness, it's not going to be the best of situations. So just reminding us of that. All right, really quickly, really quickly. How can we fix this like what can we do if we're in this dark place or somebody else well the first thing is obviously number one reach out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reach out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows exactly what you need if it's for a spouse or a family member or something he knows what they need he's the turner of hearts and you know it might seem cliche like call out to Allah yeah but a lot of us know that but we don't actually sit and make the du'a and pick our hands up like we don't actually do that so have you done that today are you struggling right now and you have you have you even picked up your hands and spoken to Allah about it oh Allah knows he sees no talk to him he wants to hear from you what do you need from him he loves when you ask him for help it's okay he loves it number one number two you know you just have to think about how since you know this is going to happen every morning, you're in a dark place or you're struggling, you have to have a routine to pivot yourself to the positive. If you don't do it, it's not going to stop. One of the main reasons like women are in my program is they've tried to do this on their own and they can't. So everything I'm going to say to you right now is you try to do this on your own. If you can't, I'm going to be honest, when I get to the end, my, my, my very like spoiler alert, my very last piece of advice is don't do it alone. Ask for help. Get on a 15-minute free call with me. Do what you got to do. You know, reach out to somebody next to you who you love, but don't do it alone. Like we have tons of women who are with us in the program that now after they reached out, they are, they're working together to heal themselves. And that's what we want you to understand. Like you don't really have to be alone because Shaitan loves you to be alone because he needs you to stay isolated. When you're isolated, he can talk to you by himself. There's no other voice to interrupt his horrible, like, plan right it's just like you're not you're never hearing anything positive so that's why it's good to be in regular classes halakas a lot of the women that are in thrive they're going on through difficult things these are not women who are all amazing women and they got on to thrive and they're like oh all these women who are succeeding together because they're amazing no we have women on there with deep dark problems but they're not alone that's why me the global community so i want you to know like part of this thing you're going through it's only going to get exacerbated as you stay isolated so you go to people you love reach out for help if you want to reach out for me because you don't want people to know your business and it's very a non a non what do you call that 
anonymous. Yeah, like it, it doesn't matter. Whatever makes you happy. But this is a thing you need to do. So you have to pivot yourself to the positive. On my website, www.mindful-muslima.com, there is a PDF that's how to stop negative emotions fast. It really works. And I've had women come on here and talk about it um, within maybe not even five to 10 minutes. You can switch your, your, your whole mentality around. I have a PDF that tells you how to do it. It's just four points. And I actually have a YouTube video, I think, where I explain how to do it, um, how, to, how to get rid of negative feelings or how to feel better fast. Yeah, pretty positive. I have a YouTube video. If you download the PDF, the YouTube video is linked in there so you can use it to help you. Sometimes you need visuals. I get it. But yeah, I have this for you. Please don't stay in negative feelings and know that every morning if you wake up feeling that way, you need to break out the pattern. It will not stop unless you stop it and you can stop it. So I want to suggest that you try. Okay, I'm here for you. Number three, um, and just have this one and the last one. Sometimes you just got to get up and move your space. Rasulullah used to say, if you're laying down, sit up. If you're sitting, stand. You know, if you're in a difficult spot when you're feeling a strong emotion, sometimes changing your physical position or just getting out the house. For me, it's taking a walk outside. The sun on my face, the wind, I start to walk and talk to Allah. That's how I do it. I walk. Allah, so I look, maybe it look like I'm, you know, it used to look like people are crazy when they walk down the street and they talk to themselves, but now we know everybody has Bluetooth. So you could stick Bluetooth in your ear and walk down the street and talk to Allah, not anybody on the phone, and nobody will think anything strange of you. It's like the best way, right? It's like, I'm just going to phone Allah really quick and talk to him, right? And lastly, like I said, don't do it alone. You deserve to be supported. And there are so many people out there that love you and want to support you, okay? The reason we have Mindful Muslima is because there are tons of women who are too scared to talk to their parents or their aunties or their uncles or, or with their friends. They want people to know they're suffering. So they reach out to us all the time. We're here. Don't do it alone. But if you're in a dark place, look for these eight signs for yourself or anyone you love. And don't forget that there are steps towards healing. And we actually teach women how to get rid of every negative emotion. We do that all the time. But the first thing you need to do is recognize you're going through it. Acknowledge it and want to get out of that. And it's totally possible. The last thing I want to leave you with is this. The prophet, peace be upon him, when something horrible would happen to him, do you know what he would say? It was beautiful. And I'm going to like slightly paraphrase because I don't have them right in front of me, but I've, I've known this hadith for years, okay? When he would have something bad happen to him, he would make da'a to Allah and he would say, Ya Allah, like you're, you're al-adl, you're the most just. If it is something that is a punishment from you, then it was deserved and, and I like, and I, I accept it. Bring it on. Like, it's fine. I know you would never punish me unless I deserved it. So if he's going through something difficult, he's saying, if it's happening because it's a punishment, you would never do it if I didn't deserve it. And I know you are the most just al-adl. But if it's something that is a test for me, then give it to me more. Increase it. Because I know if I respond in the best of ways, it will only elevate me. SubhanAllah, what a beautiful way to think about it, right? No matter what, it's good for you. Because if you respond well to it, Allah will increase you, you know, up to Jannah. And if it's something that's difficult, then it's just something that will pass. It's the sin we did. We make tawbah, we make tawbah, and that's it. What can we do? But SubhanAllah, if it is something that is difficult and Allah is testing with you, it, it is a beautiful gift. And I know it might not feel like it, but it really is. 
Allah loves you and he would never do anything that would harm you. And he only wants you to do better and better and better. And he calls that to us in Islam, right? I love you guys for the sake of Allah. I will talk to you in the next podcast. Have an amazing week. Don't forget to get on any of the lists that I mentioned, the book club list. You want to be with us live in person. We do it mostly on Sundays, but again, check in that date. Marriage Boost waitlist, get on it so you can have an amazing marriage. If you're in Thrive Revert classes, get on the list so you can be in there with us. And don't forget, we have mentorship. If you want to be mentored um, each week, one-to-one or in a small group setting, we have that inside of Thrive. And looking forward to connecting with you guys on DMs and Instagram in any way possible. All right, love you guys for the sake of Allah. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.